The latest Nintendo Switch 2 rumors are causing quite a stir, hearing that the Switch 2 dev kits have been in the wild for a while, and also hearing that there are games that have already been ported and are ready to go. Along with backwards compatibility, it all sounds very promising, but one line in particular is getting a lot of attention. Apparently the Final Fantasy 7 remake was ported and took no time. It allegedly runs like a PS5 game on the Switch 2 dev kit and how could this be possible is something many of us are asking. What does something like this mean for Sony? What does this mean for Microsoft if the Nintendo Switch 2 lands on the market and can actually leverage power and talk about how great their device is? That's not really the way the Switch has been marketed up to this point. Ultimately though What does this mean for Nintendo if they switch to a bigger or stronger device than what they currently have saturated the market very well with? Now, I put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the stream. It's a longer video because it is a broadcast, a live stream conversation. So I do an opening monologue and then I discuss it with the audience. If you want to be here for these streams, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss out. The Nintendo Switch 2 rumors are heating up once again. We've gone from hearing about the alleged chips in the device along with those who will be providing the LCD screens to now hearing that the Switch dev kits have been in circulation for a while for the Switch 2. And that is a significant thing when you hear about another title that has been ported and it took apparently no time and runs like a PS5 game according to the rumors and the leaks. So first, I want to walk through the new rumors. I will try to give you a quick recap of the more notable rumors up to now as well because they do seem to line up and corroborate each other. These rumors are promising and actually not that hard to believe in light of the other things we're hearing. There's actually some technology that they could be leveraging that really could give them a huge performance bump compared to the previous Switch model. The second thing I want to do is ask the question, what does this mean for Sony? Having another major gaming platform player jump up in performance along with being portable, what would that do with respect to this strong move from Nintendo? Third, what does this mean for Xbox? If a $300 portable gaming device hits the market halfway through this gen and it outpaces the Series S in performance, what does that mean for future titles and future game launches? What does that do for optics with where Microsoft and Xbox lands in the market? Fourth, what does this mean for Nintendo? They've effectively not really marketed on power since the Nintendo 64 days. It's never really been something that they have focused on. So this could be a shift and with 120 to 129 million Nintendo Switches in circulation their position is powerful but it also could be perilous you got a lot of people to convince to switch up So first, what exactly did the rumors say? Well, the earliest rumors indicated that the device would be able to leverage DLSS. This is the deep learning system technology on NVIDIA cards that allows them to get a lot more performance out of weaker video cards. Now, according to Deserto, quote, the gist of the new hardware is that it'll potentially support current NVIDIA graphical features like DLSS. And folks in the know were very quick to say, look, this would lead to a massive jump in performance performance 
over the first Nintendo Switch. Now, it's not a very high bar to jump over, okay? The first Nintendo Switch is not doing anything that is that graphically impressive, especially when you look at games like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Deserto went on to say that, quote, with DLSS in tow, it would allow Nintendo to push the Switch to further than expected, as many weaker PCs are currently doing right now. This could potentially mean that 4K gaming is doable by blowing up the image to a bigger size, through NVIDIA's algorithms. On a 3050-based laptop, we managed to squeeze out considerable performance by using DLSS 2 and hardware that supports DLSS 3 sees massive gains. So I was consulting with somebody in our community that's far more plugged in with the tech and these tech advancements. It's not really my world. I'm very, very much armchair. I'll read an article or two and be like, hey, this is what the experts are saying. Now, he seems, the guy that I consulted with, he seems to think that DLSS could see jumps on the Switch 2 that would surprise folks. He cited the Death Stranding performance with DLSS updates as proof. So I was like, okay, let me do a little digging. What what happened with Death Stranding and DLSS? According to the FPSpreview.com, Quote, thanks to DLSS 2.1, GeForce RTX 2060 users are reporting frame rates of 80 FPS or better in 4K, which is pretty admirable for the lowest member of the RTX 20 series. This is exactly why the possibility of DLSS on a Switch 2 could mean big jumps with hardware that doesn't really need to be that strong, right? They were playing on the lowest end card. That's a three-year-old card, a 2060, and they were getting over or around 80 FPS in 4K. Well, you don't even really need to do that to match current things in the market. All they got to do is hit 4K 30. They could even go for 1440-60 if they decide to do the quality performance mode that we're seeing commonly landing on the PlayStation titles. Now, obviously, this is game and engine dependent, right? Death Stranding is in the Decima engine. That's considered a very good engine from everything I've read. But if a 2060 card can hit 4K and 80 FPS, all we need is hardware in the Switch capable of 4K 30 with DLS's help. DLSS's help. And that would match quality modes on the PS5 right now. Being able to run games at 4K 30 or 1440 60 would... It honestly seems crazy to even say that about a Nintendo Switch. The fact that I'm even concerned Considering that as a possibility is insane to me. I even saw reports that DLSS 2.0 saw 50 FPS averages for Death Stranding in 8K. 8K gaming is obviously not at all a big demand right now, but they were able to really push this game far with DLSS 2. And they were able to get 50 FPS in 8K. I mean, again, that's crazy. You you wouldn't even have to aim for that at all. You could aim far below that, and it would still be very impressive. Imagine a Switch being able to put 4K on its box and in its commercials. That would be a huge marketing advantage for Nintendo. We don't need to be anywhere close to 8K or 4K with 80 FPS for the Switch 2 to be a very impressive portable piece of hardware. Now, one rumor that seems corroborated by reports from the LCD provider, it actually has some users a little bummed. So this, again, we haven't even gotten to the new rumors yet. I'm just catching you up on everything that has been rumored up to now. And the DLS thing is the DLSS thing is very important because of one of the particular rumors that just surfaced, okay? But 
people aren't too thrilled about the fact that it's likely going to have an LCD screen. According to WCCF Tech, Sharp, the company, Sharp to supply LCD displays for a new console, possibly the Nintendo Switch successor. Now, this obviously leaves room for an OLED down the line, but many were hoping the default Switch 2 would just automatically come with an OLED from the start. I would imagine they're trying to keep the price of the device down if they have, in fact, upgraded internals to have that good margin of bump in performance. I would take an LCD if I'm getting DLSS and really, really good performance. I would definitely take the LCD over the OLED because I'm commonly going to have my Switch docked anyway. Now, according to the same WCCF Tech article, as part of its financial report, as reported by Bloomberg's Takashi Mochizuki, it has been confirmed that Sharp will provide LCD displays for a new game console. Well, there's only one new console I can think of that would need an LCD display, and that's very likely the Switch 2. Furthering the speculation that this was, in fact, what it was about, the report basically, like, confirming the Switch 2 in their presentation, something happened after the fact According to the same article, interestingly enough, the slide mentioning the new console in Sharp's financial report was promptly removed not too long after the report went public, so it seems like the Japanese manufacturer was not meant to say anything on the matter yet, furthering and fueling speculation. So... I understand people probably bummed about that if you like to do gaming on the go, if you like gaming with a mobile device, and the OLED is such a huge game changer for you. I get people being disappointed in that, but again, they're probably trying to keep the price down. Now, before we get to the new rumors, the release rumors about the Nintendo Switch 2 were first pointing to 2024, and many of us were assuming that would be a late landing. Then there were rumors surfacing that it was going to be early 2024. Nintendo confirmed in August of this year, 2023, that no new hardware would be coming before April 2024. This was reported by Bloomberg and Nintendo president Shuntaro Furukawa. He gave the news to investors in an earnings call on May the 9th of 2023. So I would not expect to see this landing in the first quarter, first quarters when they launched the Switch 1. And many people were thinking, oh, they're going to do the same thing. So the first Switch actually released in March of 2017. Many thought, oh, we're going to get a March release date. But they're apparently being very firm on this in their in their earnings calls. They're like, nope, nothing before April, which is the end of the fiscal year. I, I don't know if they follow the same fiscal calendar year that, you know, others do, but that's when the fiscal year ends for many people. So a lot of the times stuff get kicks gets kicked like past March and April because they're trying to land it in the next fiscal year. Now, I'm not sure if they're thinking about like a holiday release, like is Nintendo thinking, hey, late 2024, there's the potential of the PS5 Pro also landing landing in late 2024 and that's not something you necessarily want to do you don't want to be stepping on each other's toes launching hardware in the same sort of space of time they might want to you know maybe make a a gentleman's call on that so what are the new rumors okay now you're all caught up the four big takeaway from the rumors okay there's four big takeaways first I think the person sounds trustworthy. This doesn't sound like somebody who's who's going for clout or who's, you know, trying to trick everybody. Going by the username the real I'm a hero 2 took to Reddit and said the following. Had to create this account because apparently people are posing me as as me on Discord. I'll verify with the reset member seconds after this post. I'm no longer going to leak on reset. They're referring to Reset Era. Too risky, so I'll keep it here as it's more anonymous and it's a shared account with other insiders. So take that for what it's worth. It sounds like somebody who's saying, look, 
I'm I'm not I'm not whoever you're seeing in in the Discord. Number one, that's not me. Number two, I got to be careful here. I got to keep things anonymous. So this sounds like somebody who doesn't appreciate being impersonated, but it also sounds like somebody who doesn't want to take risks. That sounds like somebody who's got info. That sounds like somebody who is in the know. This doesn't again. This doesn't read like somebody who's clout chasing or trying to trick everybody, right? We've seen that on 4chan. We've seen that on Reddit before, where somebody's just sort of trying to piece together things to act like they're in the know. Also, if you look at how they structured their leaks, it does seem like they have inside information. They sort of start with Sega, and then they move to Square Enix. So they seemingly have contacts at these companies, and this doesn't read like a leak or a rumor or an I heard. It's like, I've got contacts at these companies. So the first statement, after they sort of walk through, there's apparently a new Sonic game coming. They had details about Persona 6. Then they get to the Nintendo Switch 2 dev kit. So the first statement is this as follows. Switch 2 dev kits have been here for a while. I can verify it is backwards compatible with a few games tested. New cartridge, new camera feature. Camera feature is something we've seen and heard before in other things. New cartridge, not necessarily surprising if the games are going to be basically at higher levels of fidelity. They're going to need to have larger storage, right? The game itself is going to take up more space. If they have, in fact, figured out how to do 4K, even if it's upscaling, you're still going to have to have higher resolution items, textures, and things of that nature. It makes us, you know, makes the file size a little bit bigger. But it gets more interesting when they move to what they've heard from Square Enix. So they were talking about Sega, and they said, listen, the Switch 2 dev kits have been here for a while. There's a new cartridge. There's a new camera feature. Then they move to Square Enix. Now, a quick side note, the PS5 Pro dev kits already seem to be out as well. So again, this person seems to be in the know. They're not the first person to make mention of this. They say the following, Square has new PS5 dev kits. We're assuming these are the Pro. I'm assuming that as well. You would not need a new dev kit for the new SKU or the new model. There is the new PlayStation coming out that's like got the detachable disk drive or whatever. You would not need a dev kit for that. I I don't think so. So the assumption here is that if you're sending a whole new dev kit for the PS5, it's the PS5 Pro. This lines up with other rumors from insiders that we've heard that the dev kits are in circulation. So then the biggest part from the leak and the rumor. It's why my thumbnail, it's why my title says... Oh my word, is this thing going to be as strong as a PS5? That sounds crazy. I'm not being clickbait, like listen to the listen to the leak here. Final Fantasy VII Remake looks and runs like a PS5 game on Switch 2 dev kit. Port took no time, I'm told. Could be a launch game. Not sure yet. Again, this reads like somebody who actually has information. There's like, this is what I've been told. This is what I've heard. Could be a launch title. Really not sure yet. Again, it doesn't read like a clout chase. Doesn't read like some crazy hyperbolic statement. But it is nuts to read that the Final Fantasy VII Remake is running like a PS5 game on the Switch 2 dev kit. Now, obviously, the Final Fantasy VII Remake is not this mind-blowing next-gen title, but it is very good-looking. I mean, if you go and you look at performance... Excuse me. If you look at performance breakdowns of that game, the character models, the world detail, the lighting, it's a good-looking game. So I'm very, very interested to see if this is even remotely accurate. This could be very, very strong for Nintendo's marketing purposes. 
Again, you have to remember, this is why I stressed so much about DLSS. I'm not an expert, but just looking at what DLSS was able to do with Death Stranding on older hardware, this does seem within reach. So I asked that same community member, I said, would this be possible? He said with DLSS, yes, and that is why he referenced the crazy jump with Death Stranding. He's like, you you really do get a lot out of older hardware, out of weaker hardware with DLSS, and it's seemingly only getting better. They would be the only console in the market to be able to leverage DLSS, and I think developers like it. I think they like being able to either take an older game or a newer game and squeeze a lot out of something that may have previously not been able to get great performance on certain games. Remember, we got DLSS with Death Stranding up to 4K, and it was in the 80 FPS on a 2060 card, a three-year-old card. They don't even need to hit that high. They just need something strong enough to do 4K 30 or even 1440-60, I think would be very impressive. So, what does this mean for Sony? Okay, that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, well, we're seeing the PS5 mentioned in the leak, okay? There's a couple of things to consider for Sony from where I sit. The PS5 Pro landing in proximity to a new Switch could be a challenge, right? Obviously, the target markets are very different. I'm not saying there's like an overlap here, but that doesn't mean that you want to go toe-to-toe with a giant like Nintendo. They have estimated between 120 and 129 million Nintendo Switches in circulation. That's a Leviathan in the market. And if you try to market your hardware around the same time as their hardware, right? If you have a milkshake and I have a milkshake, right? You're talking about two people kind of stepping into the ring at the same time. They might not want to do that. This is going to be seven years after the official release of the Nintendo Switch. This is a lot of marketing power that Nintendo can wield. But I also think Nintendo cannot ignore Sony. The PS5 saturation levels are set to outpace the PS4. So I could see the two companies playing nice and not releasing in the same window, right? You don't want to be trying to have big market spend on hardware at the same exact time because that's going to be putting consumers into that question and that quandary of, ooh, which one do I want? If you separate them by, I don't know, six months or so, that's not necessarily as big of a problem and I don't see a statement like well the Final Fantasy 7 remake is running like a PS5 game I don't see that as a threat to the PS5 but I could see this affecting optics on the PS5 portal if enough multi-plat games land on the Switch 2 with similar performance as you know someone maybe might be deciding between a PS5 and like a portal bundle or just the Switch 2, well, that's going to be a really easy decision, right? A lot of these games that typically land on PlayStation could start landing on a Nintendo Switch 2 if it's strong enough. Again, they have very different target markets, but the portal seems more aimed, I think, at existing PS5 owners as an accessory. It's not a standalone product, but in my mind, I could see Sony wanting to leverage the portal to hook more of the Japanese market. They don't stand as strong in the Japanese market as Nintendo does and the portal could be a great inroad like hey you can game on the go as long as your PlayStation 5 is connected to the internet you can be anywhere with internet and you can connect and play the Switch 2 would make I think that a difficult market now I'm not saying that's what PlayStation is planning on doing but it could have been one of the thoughts like we don't have a great standing in the Japanese market what if this portable device could help with that Switch 2 is going to make that really really tough the numbers of Switches in Japan 
are mind-blowing, okay? There's 125 million people in Japan, according to the Google search that I did, right? Populations around 125 million. 30 million switches were sold there. That's an insane adoption rate. That's almost one in four. Like, that's crazy. That's really, really healthy. So Nintendo has a very strong foothold in Japan and a new device that would offer better, you know, performance or, you know, prettier graphics as well as newer titles. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Since the leak specifically mentioned the PS5, I think many will think, hey, what's Sony think about this? But what about Xbox, right? I do think this is going to pose a potential problem for Xbox. As far as I can tell, Microsoft has completely shifted away from marketing on power. If you look in 2019 and 2020 at how they were marketing their consoles on 4K gaming and up to 120 FPS, those marketing beats are gone. They have not been said, echoed, or uttered since. They have privated videos from Project Scarlet. They have privated videos on the Series S. All their marketing around promising power and performance has disappeared. Okay, we're three years into the life cycle, and it's not anywhere. Look at all the Starfield marketing. None of it focused on performance at all. That's the biggest game for Xbox in years. And they said nothing about power or performance. And that's fine, but that's something to consider when this thing hits the market. Even Phil Spencer recently said in an interview they're not looking at doing a mid-gen refresh. Their focus is on the Series S with the larger hard drive. Given the potential performance bump with DLSS on the Switch 2, we could be looking at a portable Switch within the price range of the Series S, and it would be outperforming the Series S. The Series S can't do 4K, and I believe more games are going to start landing on the Series S at 30 FPS. They're sort of getting, you know, market-wide acceptance of 30 FPS right now, so if that's the case, they're not going to push their developers or their first-party studios to try to get 60 anymore. So you're talking about a 1440-30 box, oftentimes 1080. Like, that's not, I don't think, going to be able to compete with a portable device. If they can slap 4K on the box and 4K in the marketing, that's going to make it very tough on the Series S saturation. If someone goes to the store and sees a Nintendo Switch 2 in the same price range as the Series S... It could be very convincing. It's a portable device. It's Nintendo, right? It's Mario. It's it's Zelda. And if you see anything at all about 4K, and then you look at the Series S, that could be tectonic. Just like the PS5 Pro rumors, if this is all true about the Switch 2, I could see the dev world continuing to shift away from Xbox given everything we've seen lately with titles struggling to come to the platform, whether it's Baldur's Gate 3 or the newly announced you know, Lord of the Rings Mines of Moria coming late to the platform as well. Nintendo is a massive platform, and the power barrier becoming less of a problem would be extremely disruptive to where developers focus their releases. I hate to say it, but a Switch 2 with the potential performance we're hearing about could really make things worse for Microsoft. The main thing they have coming for them right now, the main thing I'm sorry they have going for them right now is price point. They're the lowest cost console in the market right now, right? I know the Switch is in the same price range, but it's an older device, okay? A new Nintendo device at that price range could be incredibly difficult to compete against. This is Nintendo that we're talking about Mario, Zelda, Metroid 129 Switch owners okay 50 million of the 129 Switches sold 50 million of those are in the United States 
That's a lot of people. That's a very strong footprint in Microsoft's home turf. Now, this leads to my final question. What does this mean for Nintendo? The first thing I thought of was, will Nintendo finally be able to market on power, right? Nintendo Power. Remember that magazine? They've not really marketed on power since the Nintendo 64. It's not really their focus. Now, obviously, you have to couch the Switch 2 in more than just, hey, the controllers are cooler and we added a camera. Like, I don't think that's going to be that convincing. I do expect the controllers and the camera and things like that to be part of the marketing. Nintendo loves to innovate on controllers. And the Joy-Cons are probably the most impressive part of the Switch, but they're also the least enjoyable aspect. They're impressive little pieces of equipment, but they're not fun to use, okay? If you use the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller for an afternoon, going back to the Joy-Cons is not really tolerable it's not very it's not very good time so in 2024 we're going to be seven years away from the original nintendo switch launch date marketing on power could be a great way for the switch 2 to saturate the market right you actually could market on hey this thing's gonna do 4k gaming like you don't have that on your switch right now right 129 million switches in circulation right you got to get those consumers to switch over i think that's going to require more than just cooler controllers especially for anybody who owns a nintendo switch oled if the screen is in fact an lcd you're gonna need something else to hook that portion of the nintendo switch owners There are also consumers who don't own a Switch. You're going to want to get them to maybe consider getting one, right? They they passed on the Switch because of performance, or maybe they got one and just haven't done much with it because it just really isn't keeping up with where games are going with respect to performance. If this feels like a step down, and Nintendo's like, hey, anybody with an OLED, this is an LCD, you're going to need to market around that. Somebody might even be saying, hey, I was thinking about getting a Nintendo Switch OLED, the Nintendo Switch 2 is an LCD. Like, why would I change? How is this better than an OLED? You have to think, like, marketing, you got to go, like, lowest common denominator, Like, con- right? Like, consumers can be kind of dumb. You have to make it very crystal clear to them what they're getting. That's why, like, big bright signs and big huge letters are typically what they use. They don't get into details. They don't get down into the minutia of, like, well, this one's better because of the processor and the clock speed. No, they'll just try to use big numbers and, and simple buzzwords. A 4K capable portable switch 2 would have a very strong market appeal to all current switch owners and that's a lot of gamers that's where dlss i think comes in huge if they can actually leverage that to get 4k gaming on the device nintendo is king they have been for a long time leveraging their current market share would be huge if they can pull it off the last thing i see this meaning for nintendo is that more devs will consider bringing their games to Nintendo. A lot of games right now, they just skip Nintendo by default, okay? Many great indie titles hit Steam and then land on Nintendo after the fact, but any game company right now pushing massive open worlds or really good graphics, I don't even think they factor the Switch in. It's just like, no, we can't land over there. Think of games like Final Fantasy 16. That's just not a game that you would ever imagine being on the Switch. But with DLSS, it seems like that might be possible. 
if what we've heard about the Final Fantasy 7 remake is true, that would be very compelling to developers. Bobby Kotick himself said it was a mistake to underestimate the Switch 1. He felt regret about that. Imagine a Switch 2 hitting similar projections as the Switch 1. Developers and publishers will be chomping at the bit to be on the Nintendo platform. If they don't have to sacrifice or downgrade their game all the way to Switch 1 performance, that could be a very compelling offer. Like, man, we really want to be over there. This is why I think tech advancements for consoles are so important. A PS5 Pro and a Switch 2 aren't bad for consumers if it opens up more opportunities for devs to do more things. This means more games in more places and potentially more features. Obviously, we're basing this all off of rumors and leaks. But from where I sit, the rumors are believable. First, because of how they were written. They don't feel hyperbolic. It doesn't feel like a flex or a clout chase. But secondly, if Nintendo wants to convince 129 million people to upgrade, or even folks who just stayed away from the Switch 1, they're going to need an angle on power and performance. Many will say, well, Nintendo doesn't need to do that, right? Nintendo sold cardboard to people. They don't need to leverage power. I actually think it's different when you're going from the Switch 1 to the Switch 2. The Wii to the Wii U is a great example. It didn't do enough. It was essentially a commercial failure. The jump to the Switch was a huge leap. It was portable. It was seemingly a crazy idea, right? Oh my gosh, a console I can take with me? A camera, maybe some changes to controller. That'll win some people, but many people will say, I just got my Switch Lite. I just got my Switch OLED. I don't see a reason to upgrade to a Switch 2. That's why I feel the leaks have some merit. With how well the Switch 1 has done, if they make the change and they want to jump to a Switch 2, I would imagine that Nintendo invested in technology to give them a big bump in performance. But, for now, we wait. We have to see what the future holds. And even if a shred of the Switch 2 rumors are true, Nintendo's future is as bright as its past. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusion on this. Leaks and rumors like this should always be taken with a grain of salt, right? But the Switch 2 rumors are starting to stack up in ways that almost corroborate each other. Now, obviously, some folks can fake leaks intentionally doing that, right? Grabbing from other things that are out there. But this feels like the dots are not that directly connected. Like... Hearing it will likely have an LCD screen, but also going to have tech that can leverage DLSS. That kind of dovetails, right, in a way where you can see Nintendo would do that to keep price down. And that also sort of supports the Final Fantasy VII Remake rumors. Like, these things seem to be lining up. The second thing I want to say is both PlayStation and Xbox will land in Nintendo's wake differently. If Nintendo can start landing deals with Japanese developers who typically run straight into the arms of Sony, that could make things interesting for Sony and the PS5 Pro power leverage. The Series S could potentially be sitting on shelves next to a similarly priced Switch 2, and if 4K is a part of the marketing, that will be a huge challenge for an already struggling product with respect to sales projections. My conclusion is this. Nintendo always makes me nervous with their rhythms. The Wii blew everyone away, and then we got the Wii U. The Nintendo 64 was game-changing, and then the GameCube seemed less so. The Nintendo Switch is undeniably one of the best console saturation efforts in the history of gaming. It might actually be the best. I've not crunched all of the numbers, but this thing is incredible. It stands very tall historically. Standing in the shadow of the Switch 1 may be tough, 
So it'll be very interesting to see how Nintendo positions it. No matter what happens, it's Nintendo. So I expect to be surprised, but also with as strong as Mario and Zelda are in the gaming landscape, I really hope they bring a device that's stronger. And that is the show open. Thank you guys so much for being here. This one is a bit of a shock. It's like, wow. If, if I, I remember hearing rumors and whispers and murmurs about a Nintendo Switch 2 might have DLSS. That would mean an enormous bump in performance. And I thought, okay, okay, well, we'll see when it happens. And now, and now we're hearing that, yeah, th- this thing is running games in a way that it almost doesn't seem believable. So, let me know what you think on this as we start the discussion make sure you guys hit the like button there's over 600 people here we can get the coffee orders started make sure if you order coffee let me know so i can give you a shout out and then we have a fancy new member gold down here in the corner we're going to try that out and see how that looks on screen today paul says the number one thing that will always hold the switch 2 back is the power budget switch one's a 15 watt console Adding DLSS and a bigger chip uh, could be 40 watts plus. Cool Spoon says over here, uh, finally, patch 7 arrives today. Performance mode on consoles has been completely reworked to provide a solid 60 FPS. I can't wait to try that in Jedi Survivor. I am absolutely thrilled that it's finally here. I literally was tempted last night to be like, they're never doing it. They're never fixing the game. Thank you, Lido. That's some of the best news. That's some of the best news. I'm very excited to hear that. They've apparently also added performance optimization improvements for PC, including DLSS support. Cool Spoon says, I've been on the Switch hype train for a while now. Every time I play my Switch, it doesn't feel like outdated hardware. It feels like it's supposed to. I kind of hope the Switch 2 is further out so I can see the Switch sales pass the PlayStation 2. Wheezy says a 3050-3060 mobile with DLSS absolutely can punch far above its weight class, not to mention it's been three years since Ampere released. What's Ampere? What's that? I what what I, you got You got to catch me up on that that thing there, Weez. What are you referring to? Never been into portable gaming. Try the Switch. Didn't like it, but good stream. Thanks. Well, what if this thing? You can dock it. You can plug it. You can plug it into your TV. I have a crick in my neck. Oh man, I must have slept funny. Oh, it's bad. It's like really, it's tightening up on me. The more I look over like this, I'm I'm just gonna turn my chair. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ampere's the chip name of the 30XX series. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. Ampere's 30 series GPU processor name. Thank you, Wired Rope, as well, over there on Kick. I appreciate it so, so much. That's awesome. Too late for me to give them full price. Still waiting on a sale. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to test it tonight. I'm going to test it tonight. I'm very excited to see how it runs. You are right on that, Lono. It needed, like, another six months. Yeah, I said, I said all they needed was another six months. I mean, we'll test it. We'll see how good it is. The fact that they're saying they completely reworked performance mode. It's been completely reworked. I'm I'm very excited to try it out. It's the cube pillow. No, I've had that for years and I never have any issues with my neck. Um give me any excuse to put my Steam Deck down. Uh I have a 3050 because I work with architectural design and the GPU's solid dude. DLSS brings it to the next level. Switch 2 will use Tegra, I would think, as it's the lowest power chips, says Paul. I think Paul is bringing something to the equation. Again, I'm not educated on this, so I think this is very helpful. He is bringing something to the equation that I didn't consider. The fact that with it being portable, power has to be a factor here. You got a battery. You got, uh, it's, it's, it is Tegra Orin. 
Wait, you know what's in this thing already, Wheeze? Right? Anyone know the TDP on the Steam Deck? I wonder how Switch 2 will compare. Um... Sorry, I had to get a drink of my coffee there. Getting old. Yeah, I am getting old. Has NVIDIA made a new Tegra chip? I don't know. I don't know. Basically, what this rumor said was... Oh, everybody knows. Okay. Basically, what this rumor said was... This was the most alarming part about it. Right? This is the most alarming part about it. They were like, listen. This thing already has Final Fantasy VII Remake ported for it. It's probably going to be like a day one launch. And uh, it runs like a PS5 game. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what did you just say? Right? Like, can I just, I can't imagine holding a Switch in my hand and playing a game like FF7 Remake because it's a good looking game and being like, yeah, this looks, this looks comparable to a PS5 game. Like, that doesn't, like, do you guys think they're going to try to leverage 4K? How a Switch 2 will run 4K when the PS5 takes 250 watts just to get that? It just sounds wild to say. It really does. Miyako says 4060 is 100 watts, 4090 is 450 watts, 4060 4K DLSS performance, 80 performance Baldur's Gate, 4090 native performance is 120. Why doesn't Nintendo ever port their games? Lance says, I don't like handhelds, but recently I've been playing Breath of the Wild on my son's Switch Lite. Crazy impressive, really. Almost wished I had gotten to it a bit earlier. Almost. Still doesn't... Golly, goodness. Who is doing this in the Discord? You guys are posting and deleting. Still don't like handhelds, but maybe Switch 2. I'll get the full version for my kids. I can't emphasize enough how anti-handheld mobile I have been. Exceptions can always be made. So, uh, Paris, English, please. What's that What's that stat sheet mean to me within r- the realm of the discussion? I, <laughs> I don't know what... I don't know what that means in the grand scheme of things. <clears throat> Which two might be cloud-based? No. No, I do not think so. That's not what we're hearing. That would be a very strange decision. Now, they do cloud gaming on the Switch right now, but I don't think the Switch 2 would be a cloud-based uh, piece of equipment. Cloud capable, maybe, but the cloud games did not review very well on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, first gifted member of the day underneath our new little layout here, and uh, I'm going to have to go down here and say alignment needs to be centered. Uh, hang on, we got to move this over. It's separate from uh, the image. <laughs> um, there we go. <laughs> there I, fi- I fixed it I think that's centered enough uh, and P-Dub P-Dubtown gifts a member thank you so much for doing that if the Switch 2 has good performance in dock I'll bite says Eugene maybe a Switch 2 will have a GPU chip in the dock for upscaling Barrier said this yesterday he said I think looks and runs like a PS5 is probably a bit of a misinterpretation between the sources Switch 2 is probably going to be like a PS4 or a PS4 Pro, so that big jump in quality on the new Switch is going to look great. Insider or their source was probably being a bit hyperbolic. I don't know. The DLSS jumps in Death Stranding are nuts. 
Cloud Gaming on the Switch is unplayable. Yo, the official tribe renews their membership. Thanks so much for jumping back in. You guys have got some members things coming this month. The Jar Jar Mask is here. That stream will be happening. My wife and I will be playing Mortal Kombat against each other. That stream is happening. We are playing Baldur's Gate 3 this week on Friday night together. That should be hilarious. And the Make Lono Play Gollum and every time he complains he has to gift a member. That stream is the goal for 4500 this month. So you guys are going to have to bring some heat to hit that number. It would, the stretch goal last month was 5,000. So we have lowered it to just 4,500. Their uh, 100 watts to 400 watt gap was bridged using software. So there's no reason to think that a 40 watt to 200 watt gap is more than possible, says Miyako uh, Best Girl. Yes, it would depend on the base performance of the new Switch. Show us the mask. It's not down here. Raptor gifts a member. The second gifted member of the day moves the line a little bit. He's like, I want to see this man play Gollum, please. Joker Quinn gifts a member. These guys are saying, come on, y'all. Let's get a single gifted member train going. Thank you so much, sirs. I appreciate that. I can't see Nintendo making this much of a leap, says Daz Sweets. Parasito says the same energy consumption bracket at Switch 1 at 10 watts ARM based CPU like a phone or Apple's newest chips for all their devices twice as fast 50% more cores four times the GPU cores roughly the same max clock speed two times the RAM a 3050 laptop with DLSS punches way above its weight class says Wheezy yes 60 FPS is absolutely possible Weezy, do you think they would market 4K? Do you think they would try and do that? Because I want to push back a little bit on somebody's like, I just don't see them making this big of a leap. It's going to be seven years. There's a seven-year gap from Switch 1 to when the Switch 2 is allegedly dropping. They're going to need something to convince you to buy the Switch 2, and it can't be fancy controllers. There's no freaking way. There's 129 people that have a Switch right now having a perfectly fine time. What are you going to get? Different controllers? Can I just buy the controller separately? I mean, that's what—that's the attitude people would have. There's got to be something else to compel people to make the jump seven years after the original release. The handheld won't have 4K, maybe in docked mode, says AOZ. D-Dizzle hits 24 months. That's a red badge. The power of the Switch 2 will be slightly more powerful than the Steam Deck. Anything much more powerful and the battery wouldn't last more than 45 minutes. That's always going to be the balancing act, right? The balancing act is always going to be we give you this much power and then the battery's like, oh my gosh, please help me. I don't think anybody's going to do 8 gig. 8 gig of memory? I, I, After what happened with the Series S, I can't see anybody doing that. The Series S memory constraints were, were notated and talked about end of 2020. That was three years ago. I can't see anybody doing their R&D and putting together a, a, another console at 8 gig. I just can't see it. I just There's no freaking way. And it's not even 8 gig. It's 10 gig, 8 gig usable. Putting 8 gig in a device and like this, I can't see it. 16, I would think 16 minimum. Even PC games are starting to put 16 min spec on, on, on more and more games. It's starting to spread. What if the Switch 2 contains some sort of portable VR? I don't know about that. I don't know if VR would be the hook for the Nintendo crowd. I I think they're I think they're in the right lane with portable. I think portable's the right play for them. Red badge of courage. <laughs> I haven't read that book yet. 
Uh, but I have a copy, the Red Badge of Courage. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I never even thought about that. Yes, I heard about the new patch for Jedi Survivor. I will try that out tonight. I am pleased to hear they completely reworked performance mode. They're talking pretty big. I am. Um, I was very worried they were never going to go back and fix it. I really was. I was like, we're just. It'll just be a distant memory. You know, it'll just be some distant memory, and then we'll we'll have a. Uh, you know, we'll have the the old gen game soon, and then that'll be the end of it. Give it eight gig and it's DOA. Eight gig, I'll do a sandwich bet. No, no way. Technology's improved and become more efficient. Said shill up and all around. Says it wouldn't be surprising if the Switch Two still uses the same amount of power, but with an insane performance jump. Uh, I doubt Nintendo would ever get into VR. Their first try wasn't so great. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do VR. That doesn't seem like their play. The rumor I saw was the Switch 2 was going to heavily feature VR. You, I, Where'd you see that rumor? I didn't see that one. I've seen a handful of rumors. I didn't see that one. Um, Let's see here. We don't know what kind of battery they're going to put into it, says Parasito. Nintendo hasn't been known to shy away from non-conventional new things. Could use graphene or ceramic batteries. I didn't buy a Switch, says Robert. Uh, I had a Game Boy, NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Game Boy Advance, Wii, but the Switch was majorly disappointing to me, and I want a properly powerful Nintendo console. Cliffo says, I'll be more than happy for the Switch 2 to be PS4 Pro standards with DLSS in order for it to be 60 FPS. A lot of people are landing there, Cliffo. They're like, if you give me PS4 Pro power and you throw in DLSS, yeah, let's go, right? I just... I don't know if three years ago when the Series X and the PlayStation 5 were hitting the market, if Nintendo was already kind of plotting a course of what do we do with the next piece of equipment, right? What do we do with the next piece of equipment? I I don't know if they would be looking at the marketing surrounding Series X, Project Scarlet, and the PS5. I don't know if they want to swing that far below. Does that make sense? If they, if their only marketing point is 60 FPS, I don't know how strong that is to their audience. I think 4K is a lot more compelling. If they could be like Nintendo Switch 2, 4K gaming on the go, or portable 4K, the first portable 4K gaming device, I don't know. We've known the chip for the Switch since about 2021, says Wheezy. And in, in your estimation, Wheezy, with what we're hearing, will they be able to do 4K portable? Do you think that's even possible? It needs PS5 strength? I don't think it needs PS5 strength. I think if it lands between the PS4 Pro and the PS5, and then you throw in DLSS, it'll be the only console that can do DLSS. That's a huge leg up. Because what that means is you're like, yeah, our console's weaker, but uh, DLSS. <laughs> we... We, we can get a lot more out of our power. When the Tegger Oren files had reference, uh, they had reference to DLSS 2.2 on the code name for the Switch. Wheezy says 4K portable, no. Okay. 4K docked, possible. Okay. Okay. So, but we are seeing here that the original files about the chip, about the Tegra Orin chip, was that it w- it had references to DLSS 2.2 for the Switch 2. The PS4 Pro was 4K capable. 
Leaker claims Nintendo has standalone VR device in development. Oh, a standalone VR device. I mean, I was kind of getting ready to say I could see them doing that separately. You know? I don't know if you'd be able to, like, hook it up to your Switch 2 or something. You know? The Virtual Boy was a long time ago. It's the Nintendo Focus rumor. Look it up. It's rumored a new name for the Switch and the Focus. I mean, uh, who's saying this? Fuzzy, Fuzzy just put it in the Discord. It's supposed to be a standalone device, the VR device. You don't need 4K on the Switch. I, I'm not saying that we need 4K. What I'm saying is, if I'm thinking from a marketing perspective and I'm Nintendo... How do I convince 129 people that the Nintendo Switch 2 is better than what they have? What what am I selling them on? Am I selling them on the the screen? Rumors are it's an LCD. So anybody owning a Switch OLED's going to be like, "No, the controllers?" Yeah, maybe. It there's got to be I think there's got to be some kind of an angle with power. Now it doesn't need to be 4K. But you need something. I think frames per second is extremely hard to use as a marketing is a marketing buzzword. I, I do. I think it's a marketing buzzword that doesn't land on people. Oh yeah, better FPS. The average Nintendo's user is gonna be like, "What's that?" You know. Now some will know. I mean, folks like us will know. But is is that really is that really important? You know, the the market at large is more important with respect to how they position this thing. Parasito says, the supposed chip that the Switch 2 will use has these dedicated video streams on board. It won't be 4K60 gaming, but it could definitely do 4K, especially for playback. Attached image for encode, decode. Okay. So, it could, conceivably. Yeah, Sven, I saw that. Somebody already beat you to the punch. Mince tree with 24 months and a VIP. That's a red badge. What a great ride the past two years. Keep up the great work. Thank you. You guys have extremely high expectations for Nintendo, who has previously went against industry conventions and made products that cater to their core market, which is not based on power. All right, but Corey, track with me here. Track with me. What's the what's the hook then? If they're trying to get you to go from a Switch 1 to a Switch 2... What's the hook? What is it? Is it, if it's not power, you're saying they go against market convention. I think you're right. I don't think you're wrong. But I don't know if they can just be like, oh, the controllers are cooler. If he has a camera. Koei with 18 months. Thank you so much. Welcome back in. GC Plug says the problem with the Switch is that it runs so bad. It has some 60 FPS games, Smash Brothers and Mario, but I feel that's all it needs. They're Nintendo. People are going to buy it, no problem. The hook is 4K up to 60, says Cliffo. Better Switch. The games, that's all Nintendo needs. Now, now, hang on. Hang on. That would mean that the, that the actual grab and the... Oh, it's on sale. I'll let you know. I'll let you know, um, Eugene. You got two weeks? Yeah, I'll test it tonight. I promise you I'll test it tonight. I'm I'm so anxious to try it out. I may try it this afternoon. Well, I'll install this afternoon so it's ready for me tonight. It's soccer night. I, don't, I won't have time this afternoon. But 
you're, you're saying all it needs is games. So what they'd have to do then, and this is really touchy, they'd have to launch Nintendo Switch 2 only games. I mean, I didn't consider that in my show open, but if they don't stress power at all, you're going to have a really hard time with those optics. Well, what do you mean? Why do I need the new Switch 2? Well, the new Mario's on it. Okay, why can't it be on mine? If you don't market around power at all, then what in the world? Do you see the optics challenge? People are going to feel a certain kind of way if they're like, I can't play the new Mario game. I can only play it on the Nintendo Switch 2. Is the Nintendo Switch 2 better than the Switch 1? How? You have to position it as better in some facet. You can't just be like, it's new. Its controllers are different. Now, if it has unique new controllers, peripherals, control scheme, something, and the new Mario game leverages that, I guess you could do that. You could center the marketing around some measure of tech innovation, and then that's what that's your hook. They've never marketed around power. I said that in my show open, Cliffo. I said this could be the first time since the Nintendo 64 that Nintendo markets around power. Because the Nintendo 64 marketed around power. It did. That was the last time Nintendo talked about power. They didn't talk about power during GameCube. They certainly didn't talk about it during Wii and Wii U. They didn't. And they most certainly didn't talk about power for the Nintendo Switch. They didn't. On the heels of the PS5 Pro... They weren't talking power. That wasn't th- that wasn't their that wasn't their marketing strength. This could be. I'm not saying it will be. I'm saying this could be the first time in a long time that Nintendo says this is a more powerful portable device. It's going to be able to do these things that the Nintendo Switch One can't do. It's been seven years. They're well within their right to position the Switch Two over the Switch One. Because it's been seven years. The market will be receptive to that. The market's not going to feel like you're ripping them off. It's been it's been long enough. Nintendo doesn't need to market to their current audience. I don't know. If they're perfectly happy with their Switch, I think that they do. I mean, I could be completely wrong here, and the 129 million people who own a Switch are just automatically going to upgrade because it's Nintendo. Like, if a, if a greater... If a great enough proportion of their audience is like, I'm just going to get a new one. I don't care what it does. That certainly is possible. Brand loyalty, it's Nintendo, it's Mario. That could play that could play a huge factor. When you see FF7 remake on Switch 2, you will know, says Wheezy. So you're saying they won't need to say it. They'll just show it. They'll say this is what you're going to be able to play on this. If the Switch was so good, why isn't there a Switch 2? <laughs> Checkmate, atheists. You're looking at Nintendo through the lens of Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Nintendo's greatest selling point is the newest Mario, the newest Pokemon, the newest Zelda. It'll be on whatever the new hardware is. I don't disagree with you, Corey. I don't. But track with me here. Why make the new hardware then, brother? Why go through R&D? Why go through new raw materials acquisition? Why go through new production lines if you're not going to do more? If you're not going to leverage more power? Do you understand what I'm saying? You're not wrong. They don't necessarily need to walk out and be like, 
4K, 120 FPS. They don't need to do that. But there's got to be something more to this than just it's new. They're making money on the current Switch model. And yes, its sales are slowing down for the first time in what, six years? (laughs) If they're finally experiencing a slowdown? The Cool Spoon says, hang on, I want to see what um, Eugene says. If they market to a more demanding consumer, they'll sell 175 million next gen. I'm kind of tracking with Eugene. Like, if they target the market outside of the Nintendo loyal, they could get a lot more sales. I mean, again, it's all a matter of what's their goal, what was the point of this device. When you get the cross-gen Zelda running at 1080-60, you'll go, I need a new Switch. Call it the Switchback. (laughs) Okay, I mean, so what Wheezy is basically saying is they don't have to say it. They don't have to put numbers out there. They can just show it. They can just be like, the Switch 2 is capable of running games like Final Fantasy VII Remake. And they show you Final Fantasy VII Remake. And then they show you um, enhanced performance in Breath of the Wild. And they show you Breath of the Wild. Right? Improved performance in Tears of the Kingdom. And they show you Tears of the Kingdom. I, I think you're right. I mean, I'm just thinking from a marketing perspective... A lot of the times you need you need something and Nintendo's something with the switch was it was portable they can't really say that this time it's just another portable switch so that was my thought is what are they gonna say what are they gonna mention are they gonna use words or are they gonna do what Wheezy's saying no they'll just show the games and you'll immediately say I need that that looks so much better than mine they can't talk about the OLED because it's not gonna be an OLED from what we've seen So they can't talk about the screen and the color and the vibrancy. They can just show the games, I guess. That might make sense as to why they have Final Fantasy VII Remake as a launch title. They're really going to want to be able to say it without saying it. This is a stronger device. Nintendo needs to be clear on their marketing with the Switch 2. The newest Zelda and Mario didn't help the Wii U. Only 13.5 million units sold. Yeah, there's rumors it's going to have some kind of a camera. Yes. If it has cameras rumored, they're going to do crazy AR stuff. True. Eugene says, imagine a Nintendo PlayStation Alliance after all this market consolidation and Apple and Google. Yeah, Eugene, um, Creature and I speculated that that could be, there could be a play here. There could be. Um, The alliance we should have got 30 years ago may finally come around. Yeah, Creature thought what if these two companies are making a play to protect themselves as well as the market from all the consolidation? Because the the idea of being able to launch games on both PlayStation and Nintendo, like if Nintendo makes a Switch strong enough to run ported versions of Final Fantasy 16, that's that's pretty big. Like, that's pretty big. That level of market of like, look, come over here. Come over here. Market saturation projections for PS5 are nuts. Switch market saturation will probably be equally nuts if they play their cards right. Keep Sony away from Nintendo. I'm not saying Sony does anything with Nintendo. I'm saying they start to become a lot more amicable with these with these Japanese companies and their games like Square Enix. 
I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake's gonna land on the Nintendo Switch potentially before Xbox. I mean, I'm not saying that that's gonna be what happens, but there's a distinct possibility that PlayStation starts to say, you don't really step on our toes. We don't really step on your toes. We can start to go into exclusivity agreements with companies, and we don't really care if they come over to the Nintendo Switch. That's not a threat to us. That's not a threat to us. And that's huge market grab. That's huge. Any developer or publisher worth their weight's going to say, wait, 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 wait. We can land on the PlayStation and the Nintendo? <laughs> okay, sure. Like... Now, obviously, PC, you don't want to leave PC out in the cold because PC has good projections for its future, its user base. Obviously, you have to consider the general power medium there, like how many people have PCs strong enough. But if you're talking about leveraging DLSS, that's, again, that's a huge advantage. If you're developing games that can that can get a lot out of weaker systems, that lends itself very well to your ports to PC, right? You're like, oh, yeah, if we make our game and then we port it to Nintendo and we leverage DLSS, that could really assist in porting to PC because then we could leverage DLSS over there as well. Like, look at what DLSS has been able to do for Death Stranding. You go to a developer and it's like, oh, look at the efficiency you're going to get out of developing a game for the Switch 2 leverage DLSS. Oh, and then, by the way, now that you're accustomed to optimizing around that, well, bring it over to, bring it over to PC land. Now, obviously, that doesn't help people on the AMD FSR side of things, but that at least helps the NVIDIA audience, which is a, you know, I would imagine is a pretty sizable audience in the PC landscape. 1440 in handhelds not possible or really even worth. You don't think 1440 is possible? They could do a 1080 internal and upscale. I mean, I, I don't know. Yo, what's good, J Post? Been a while, dude. Uh, Xbox has been very public about teaming up with Nintendo. Sony really hasn't. I'm not saying that Sony and Nintendo are going to partner. I was looking specifically at companies like Square Enix that are traditionally very friendly to PlayStation. Suddenly having another ally and another platform in the Japanese market. And Nintendo does way better in Japan than Sony does. Did you hear the number I stated in the show open? 125 million people live in Japan. 30 million Nintendo Switches have been sold there. I really want you to crunch that in your noggin. Like, imagine going into a room and there's 125 people in there. And you get 30 of them to buy your product. That's amazing. That That's like every fourth person says yes to you. That would be an amazing conversion. You'd walk away from that sales event and be like, I crushed it. That's That's absolutely bonkers, the foothold they have. And you got to think, they've also got 50 million Switches in the U.S. That's a lot of Nintendo Switches in two very, very spending markets as far as gaming goes. Just between Japan and the U.S. alone, 80 million of the 125. That's a vast majority of the people who have bought a Nintendo Switch just between those two countries. And Nintendo's like, yeah, that's us. That's, that's our foothold. And companies are going to look at that and say, we previously didn't do much with Nintendo because the Switch was kind of weak. But this new Nintendo Switch with DLSS, uh, talk to me, baby. Like, that's a lot of people. (laughs) 
that's a lot of nickels, okay? <laughs> that's a lot of game sales. Kisses for power coming in. A uh, Powell, I'm sorry, with a membership renewal. Thank you so much. And Sven coming in with 26 months, and he says, Hi, chat. The gifted member goal that Creature Design Force is looking a little sad and lonely over here. Guys, bump that line if you feel like it. At the very least, guys, so many people here. We appreciate it so, so much. Let's get 300 likes on the video. We don't cover Nintendo all that much, so very pleased with how many of you are here this morning. This is a very, very good turnout. Yes, I heard the news about Jedi Survivor. I appreciate so much... The people that are coming and telling me that, that me, that's that you're speaking my love language. You know how angry I've been about that? And you're all rushing to tell me. I really do feel loved this morning. You guys are like, hey, 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 they fixed Jedi Survivor, Lono. I'm, I'm very appreciative of you guys telling me. Um, Parasito says, what about Nintendo or Xbox? Considering the power handicap of the S and the lower entry to barrier for porting between Xbox and Nintendo, given PlayStation code bases. I mean, in my estimation, Parasito, going to Nintendo and leveraging DLSS, I, I don't even see Xbox even a factor, because you can't do DLSS on Xbox. I didn't say bump a line, I said bump the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, look, the the idea that If you can leverage DLSS on weaker hardware, that's compelling because you're not having to sacrifice what your game looks like. Do you understand? Fairly weak hardware. A 2060 card was getting 4K in Death Stranding and people were reporting like 80 FPS. That's insane. A 2060? That's a three-year-old card. It's the weakest in the series. It's at the bottom of the line. And they're getting 80 FPS and 4K. A, a, a Switch 2 doesn't even need to come close to that to be impressive. It doesn't. If it hits 1440-60, it'll look incredible. On a portable device, that's, that's nuts. And they're doing that with DLSS. You can't leverage that on the Series S. Which version of DLSS? The rumors are it's 2.2. The rumors are it's 2.2. I mean, there's always the possibility of leveraging 3. I don't know how all of that works, but the internal chip leaks and rumors around the Switch 2 was that there were footnotes about a 2. Dot, about 2.2, according to uh, Wheezy. Wheezy says, more importantly, a Switch 2 still has room for a Pro model that could use Lovelace-era current GPUs in 4 to 5 years. That would be another huge jump. NVIDIA is sneakily in a great position. Right. And that, again, makes it very, very difficult on... That That makes it difficult on Sony and and, and Microsoft because they're, they're stuck in AMD land. Angriest Chris comes in with a VIP renewal. Welcome back. What does that say about the engine or DLSS? How great is the 2060 in other games? I, I'm, I said that in the show open before 1 is 0. I said, listen... This is obviously game and engine dependent. The Decima engine is apparently a great engine from everything we've heard. Like the RE engine, the Resident Evil engine, it that's also an amazing engine. Capcom gets full marks. Every time their games come out, they're well optimized. They run well on PC. The RE engine and the Decima engine are two of the engines as of late that I've heard a lot of praise for. Okay, So it could be that... You know, DLSS gets a lot of capital 
out of the Decima engine for, for whatever reason. For whatever reason. The point is, it's not necessarily that Death Stranding is demonstrating what every game could do. It's showing, look at the bump that we got on weaker hardware. That's the principle. You're just supposed to come away with that conclusion that with 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 fairly weaker hardware, look how much you can squeeze out. It's insane. They're basically going back in time and saying, hey, buddy, you bought a 2060 or you're on a 30 series card. Why don't you worry your little head about that? You just turn on DLSS and you're going to get a big bump in performance. Being able to go to a Nintendo Switch 2 and say essentially the same thing that's a big jump for a portable device. In theory, they could upgrade to 3.5, says Wheezy, which means you could have RTX on an effing Switch. That's hilarious. Right, that's what I'm saying, Wheezy. Like, this has the potential to not just be... That's why I'm saying they could market on power for the first time since the Nintendo 64. Nintendo could be like, we're going to market on power. We've not marketed on power in a really long time. And now we can market on power. We can market on the peripherals, the controllers, the camera, and power. Which version of DLSS was Death Stranding running on? Uh, the one that I read was 2... 2.1 got the 80 FPS uh, and the 4K out of the 2060, and then there were rumors that the 2.2 was hitting 50 FPS averages in 8K. I believe it was 2.2 that was doing that. I might be mixing my numbers up, but they were able to leverage DLSS to get 50 FPS averages in 8K in frickin' Death Stranding. Now, again, again, we're not going to act like that's every game that comes out can do that, okay? We're not going to pretend that. We're not going to pretend that. Because... The fact of the matter is, that, again, that could be something you you can get more capital with DLSS out of certain engines. I'm sh- I'm sure that's true. I'm not a tech expert, but I would imagine that there are just some engines you're going to get a lot more capital. You're just going to get more capital out of them, you know. And the Decima engine's a really good engine. We know this. If you look at what they've accomplished in Death Stranding and Horizon Forbidden West, it's a beautiful engine. I w- it'd be amazing if more people could start using it. Weezy says. 2.1 was back in the day. 2.2 was pushing 8K 50 to 60. That's bonkers. Every game won't do, won't do that. Right, right. Sure, every game's not going to be like, hey, we can do 8K 50 FPS. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, sure. Every game won't do it, but that the fact that they can get that level of performance, just think of what you could do on a Nintendo Switch if you're targeting... 108060 DLSS capable games absolutely could push 108060 on average on a Switch in handheld. Like think about that. 108060 in your hand. 1080. Forget I think we hear 1080 and we think it's a dirty word. 1080 is a dirty word on a big screen television or a nice monitor. 108060 in your hand? That's not at all something to turn your nose up to. That's nuts. A lot of people are thinking about the Switch for multi-platform games. A company for the last three generations has not had great third-party support. Is suddenly going to become a haven for third-party? With DLSS, you bet. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm saying. 
That's what I'm saying. I actually think that yes, they could be. That that's the whole point. That's the whole point that I'm trying to drive, Corey. The the thing that has been tough for Nintendo for the last seven years would no longer be a problem. Your console's just too weak. Have you seen what DLSS is capable of? Right? I'm not saying that they'll suddenly get every single third-party game that comes out. What I'm saying is you could easily see developers that previously passed on Nintendo would say they've got really good market saturation there's a lot of people that buy Nintendo when Activision says skipping the switch was a mistake yeah then yes they could be thank you Wheezy I was just going there Bobby Kotick himself was like it was a mistake to skip the switch there's 129 million of them in circulation. They have strong footholds in both Japan and the US. They have a stronger foothold in Japan than Sony does. 1080 60fps on a handheld sounds like another device that releases in November. No. No. The PlayStation Portal is an accessory. It's an additive accessory to the PS5. We're talking about something... You're, you're talking about something to just play stuff natively. You go to your friend's house, it's like, yeah, here, try this game out. You're like, sweet, thanks for the cartridge. Kaplook! And you try out the game. No Wi-Fi needed. Internet's acting up at home. Internet's acting up at the office. No problem. The PlayStation Portal is cool. It's also $199. It's the same price as a DualSense Edge. Why does 129 million seem low? Do we check that number? That's the number. It's 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 the third best selling console of all time. Yeah, it's on its way to potentially being the best. When it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, I think it ends up being maybe second. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be close to the top because <laughs> it's not done yet. It's certainly not done yet. Like there'll be a ramp down period where they make them. And still have a bunch left over, right? And maybe sell them for, you know... You, you sell them for a little bit less. And then, you you know, you, you get a ton more people. You get a ton more people in your ecosystem. You know, you end up being one of the, 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 the best-selling <laughs> consoles historically. Natively playing a Switch 2 at 1080 60 is a lot bigger deal than needing to own a PS5. You don't think it passes the PS2? Yeah, 129 is the most recent. I kept saying between 120 and 129 because the reports are, they came out fairly close together. I felt like the numbers came out close together. So I was like, we're somewhere in that range. I didn't want to like firmly say 129, but the recent numbers are 129. The Switch 2 will have online, but you don't need to own a $500 console to use it. Yeah, you're talking about the difference between needing to spend, you know, well, let's say you buy the $400 digital Wii's. Let's say you're, you're, you're trying to bargain a little bit. You're talking about the difference between needing to spend $300 versus $600. It's not even a competition at that point. Like, the portal is cool 
as an accessory. It's an accessory to my PS5. It's the same price as a DualSense Edge. I'm basically buying another controller with a screen on it. That's what I'm buying. I'm not buying a an all-in-one gaming device. I think that's where everybody's missing the mark on the PlayStation Portal. They're like, that thing's stupid. Who would want that? That's so dumb. Who's going to buy that? It's the price of a controller. What What do you mean who's going to buy that? It's $200. DualSense Edge is $200. Portal is $200. It's an accessory. It's not, it's not an all-in-one device. Like No one's going to go to the store and be like, well, I could buy a Nintendo Switch 2. $299. Or I could buy a $600 PlayStation 5 PlayStation Portal bundle for $600. <laughs> Come on. Now, I, I talked about it in the show open. Y- you gotta consider the Series S in this equation. If the Series S is sitting there on the shelf at $299 and there's a Nintendo Switch 2 at 2.99 and you're like <laughs> I got 350 bucks in my hand I'm ready to go I'm going to buy a game I'm going to buy a, I'm going to buy a gaming system you know you can see the switch 2 being 3 to 350 that's what I'm saying let's say it's 350 it's the same price as the the series S with the bigger hard drive Right? And if you're in a store, you're standing in the store and you see Mario and you see the latest Nintendo at 350 and then you see the Series S at 350, you're going to be like, hmm. And if it's getting, if the Series S is getting outperformed by a handheld, then that, that, that also weighs in. It's going to be 400. I don't know. They're putting an LCD in it. So that tells me they're trying to keep the price down. That tells me they're trying to keep the price down. I, I could see 350 I think they want to keep that 3 on there. I don't think they want to see a 4 I mean, I guess 399 you still get to keep the 3 on there. Nintendo fans won't even look at a PlayStation or Microsoft. They go to the store and they buy a Switch 2. I mean, I think what you're saying is a little absurd. There's 129 million in circulation. You think every single one of those people don't pay any attention to the other consoles? That's incredibly presumptive. You think there's 129 million people out that are like, no, I don't care about Xbox or PlayStation. I don't even look at them. I think a large portion of the people that own the Nintendo Switch also own one other console. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that's a pretty big number. Like, if you make a Venn diagram and you're like, Here's this entire circle represents every single person that owns a Nintendo Switch, okay? And then this circle represents every single person who owns a PlayStation 5. I guarantee you there's overlap. And then do the same thing with the Xbox. And then do the same thing with people who have PCs. The idea that like, oh yeah, all 129 million people who bought Switches, that's all they own and they don't pay attention to the other platforms. That's way too many people to make that presumption. I don't believe that at all. Half of PlayStation owners have a Switch, says Eugene. There you go. That's that's a that's a crazy overlap on the Venn diagram, brother. In the U.S., what Eugene is saying in the U.S., half of the people who own a PlayStation own a Switch. That's that's a, that's a pretty good percentage of of overlap. 
Everyone I know with the Switch also has a home console, says Paul. Right, like, every single person I know that owns a Switch also has another console. They also tend to have more than one Switch. <laughs> they have a Switch, a Switch Lite, and a Switch OLED. <laughs> 129 million switches doesn't mean 129 million people. I probably shouldn't say it that way, right? It's probably somewhere in the ballpark of like 120 million people, you know, and a lot of them own two or three switches. (laughs) I agree, Lono. I was about to say that's because it's able to go anywhere. Yeah, it satisfies a different market need or, I'm sorry, consumer need or desire. Parasito says, Nintendo's also just going to get more casual purchases by nature of their marketing language. Grandma's going to want to get Timmy one of those video games and see the more childish marketing and packaging instead of Master Chief holding a rifle. Even a $50 to $100 difference could be overlooked in that case. Uh, Talica says there's four switches in my household and we have a PS5 I also ordered the portal and now thanks to people giving things away we have a PS2 and a PS3 Slim I'd argue closer to 90 to 100 million yeah maybe it's maybe it's only about 100 million people yeah because a ton of people have multiple multiple uh, switches yeah it's like there are more cats owned by Americans but more American households have dogs. People usually have multiple cats. Yes. Yeah. Once you get one cat, there's usually another one or one or two that follow. <laughs> or you get them in a pair like we did ever, ever so long ago. Jack's the last man standing. Old, old fogey. He's an old fogey. He's like 75 years old. Well, I mean, he's, he's 17, but you know. The pandemic forced a lot of people to get a Switch. It was the cheapest option. What? I mean, they may have... They Okay, I, I'll admit they probably saw a surge of sales in 2020, but the device was out for three years before that happened. The Nintendo Switch had been out for three years before that happened. I know that Animal Crossing in 2020 had a moment... And some of that was in due part because people were stuck at home. I, I'm not going to argue that. But come on, man. The Nintendo the Nintendo Switch had been out for three years at that point. 2020, they were near impossible to find. I remember looking for one for my wife. I'm sure, I'm sure they saw a crazy jump in 2020. I'm not denying that. But they were doing just fine before that. The Switch was doing, the Switch was doing great. It's not like it was like having middling sales numbers and, and then 2020 saved it or something. Yeah, yeah, it also helped that the Series X and the PS5 had terrible, terrible initial launch saturation. There was like, they were nowhere. <clears throat> I'm not directly comparing the Switch to the Portal. Nintendo will always have the handheld market because it's Nintendo, but I don't think that people are being realistic about price and hardware expectations. I think you're going somewhere that I'm not going, Corey, and that's why we're kind of passing in the night. I'm saying that they could leverage DLSS and have a device that no problem is a 1080-60 device on the go. What we know about DLSS, they can get a lot out of not... They don't need crazy hardware in the device. They don't. 
They need good, reliable hardware, and then you add in DLSS. And the right games can come over and look very impressive. Half of all consumer products jumped in 2020. Half of all consumer products died in 2020. Guitar sales through the roof. Picnic baskets way down. (laughs) That little old lady making her old picnic baskets. We had to shut down, but I got this great Stratocaster. (laughs) She like picks up the guitar. She like starts playing some Hendrix. You're like, what is going on? I used to work at GameStop and the Switch was always impossible to find the first three years. Yeah, they were really tough to get in the early days, man. They were tough. Better than FSR? That's what I've been told. Grandma's a Van Halen disciple. Get it right. (laughs) Uh. You buy a Switch 2 and then an S, you have 90% of gaming covered. Plus you get Game Pass. That's a no-brainer purchase. No, I don't think that that's... Number one, I I don't think that that's what somebody would conclude or do. Number two, 90% of gaming covered? What what are you talking about? There are tons of games that aren't landing on, on Xbox or PlayStation. Or Switch. You're you're ignoring PC. Ninety <laughs> percent of gaming. You're really ambitious with that number. There are a litany. I mean, a litany of games that land on PC that don't come to your precious little console. So the idea being like, well, if I buy a Switch and a, and a Series S, that covers me for 90% of gaming and throw in Game Pass. Rumors are the PS6 is an NVIDIA chip, but I wouldn't put too much weight in it. I feel like that would be a nightmare for backwards compatibility, but maybe not with all of the PC porting going on. I don't know. That seems like I'm not, I am not the tech expert, but suddenly being like, yeah, our PlayStation 6 is uh is on an Nvidia chip um <laughs> I don't know that feels like that'd be some there'd be some trouble there with uh, backwards compatibility bunch of games built for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 5 Pro architecture and the chipsets suddenly playing on Nvidia I don't know about that that would require a lot of uh be a lot of extra work going on they're already dealing with that now with a large swath of the backwards compatible PlayStation games have to be played on cloud. Like, I don't know if they would want to do that again. Create another issue. Right? I love Game Pass, but realistically, I scroll through it endlessly as much as I do Netflix. I end up playing nothing. Like, I end up watching nothing on Netflix. I think, yeah, I think there's a whole, um, there's a whole re- recalibration they're going to have to do with all subservices. I feel the same way about PS Plus sometimes. I'm like, I, where's the value, you know? Tinfoil hat time. Nintendo absolutely could get into the cloud space with the chips they're using for the Switch 2. That architecture doesn't need the same infrastructure scaling that Xbox and PlayStation does. NVIDIA literally manufactures server clusters that could run a dozen Switch instances or more. I mean... I. 
my only thought on that is they haven't gotten great reception with their cloud games now so would they want to do that again I know that cloud gaming will become more endemic to what we do I don't think Nintendo leads that charge personally I don't think that they do I think Sony is going to make some moves that's going to basically put Microsoft into a position to dump money on it and then they're going to make some moves I don't I don't feel like Nintendo would lead that charge maybe I'm wrong maybe what you're saying stands to reason that it'd be a lot easier for them to get into into cloud gaming I don't know PS6 would be more powerful as long as it has the same x86 architecture, the GPU would brute force backwards compatibility. I I don't know enough to comment on that. I just see lots of problems there. Like on the surface, that's the first thing I think of is like if I'm suddenly playing God of War, well God of War Ragnarok is probably a bad example because they're going to bring it to PC. So they would already know how to make adjustments there for NVIDIA cards and optimization so you'd have to go to games that don't get ported to PC would that would that then be like well these games aren't as demanding so like what you're saying is true you use brute force I just don't know that just seems like a bunch of a bunch of optimization uh, headaches making sure stuff works and runs right and looks good Nobody wants to boot up their PlayStation 6 and be like, man, I can't wait to play Ghost of Tsushima. And like, heaven forbid, Ghost of Tsushima never comes to PC, but let's say it never comes to PC. And then Ghost of Tsushima, it's got issues and doesn't run quite right on my PS6. That's not a good look at all. Digital library continuity is incredibly important, and I don't want my old games coming up to the PS6 and running in some kind of a funky way because all of a sudden I have a different GPU chipset. Now, the question would be, how often would that happen? How many games were built for PS5, PS5 Pro, and that architecture that would suddenly have a ton of issues or weird oddities when on a NVIDIA card? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not as much as I'm thinking. No leaks have touched on the Switch price, no. The Nintendo Switch 2 price and the Nintendo Switch 2 release date, we have no information. We have speculation that the Nintendo Switch 2 is coming next year. We have it on good authority from an earnings call. There will be no new Nintendo Switch hardware before April of next year. That's from, I believe, the CEO uh, on an earnings call. So... What that means is, is the earliest we could see a Nintendo Switch would be May. I, I, I meant to mention this in my show up, but I must have glided over that section in the monologue. May isn't bad. Because it's right before June when everything starts kind of popping off with video game marketing. July could also be really good. They could spend all of June basically taking over the summer game marketing cycle a Nintendo, a new Nintendo device is is a is a force to be reckoned with. From a marketing standpoint, it's a force to be reckoned with. So, they could spend all of June marketing it and then drop it in July. I don't think they want to step in the same field of launch as the PlayStation Five Pro. 
I don't think they want to do that because then what you're doing is is you're you're yes you have different target markets but you don't want PlayStation owners to be in that quandary. I don't think you want to be in that quandary of like uh do I get the PlayStation 5 Pro or do I get the Nintendo Switch? Now the Nintendo Switch demand would be so high it might not matter, but generally the effectiveness of your marketing is better to land in a, in a time frame where nothing else is coming out hardware wise like you're the only game in town you're the box that's going out new to the store shelves and then I think late next year I think you're going to see a, a fourth quarter launch for the PS5 Pro they'll likely market that in the summer as well they'll give people plenty of time they'll drop the price of the PS5 People are still buying the Switch to this day. Oh, yeah, the demand for the device has gone down for the first time in, like, six years. But it's still very high. It's still very high in saturation every month. It does very well. Definitely, I would definitely want to get backwards compatibility with the PS6 because if you don't get PS5... uh, Pro if one comes out. Then when the PS6 comes out, you get one of those and you upgrade, you replay your PS5 games. Yeah, you always want to have that baton pass to be smooth. Like, you take the baton, you're like, here you go, PS6, and then they're able to continue on. You can't have that be some clumsy baton pass where, like, old games aren't running well. Guys, we're an hour and a half into the show, and I haven't mentioned any of this stuff, and I can tell I haven't mentioned it. We really need some likes. There's over 600 people here for over an hour and a half. We should easily have 400 likes. Member goal is 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 a little, little off to a slow start this month. You guys have a nice, nice, achievable goal for the Gollum stream. You guys got all the goals last month. So don't take your foot off the gas now. You're close to that goal. Gift some members. Hit that 25 at least minimum. And then I give five. I always gift the members that I owe you in the premiere. I give you as much opportunity as possible to drive that number so I can pay it forward during the daily upload that we go to. And that will be about Final Fantasy 16. And that will go live in about 45 minutes. Frame gen wouldn't matter on a handheld. Just get it to 60 natively. If it's not 60 natively, the frame gen doesn't matter, says Eugene. PS5 Pro and a Switch 2 aren't competing with each other. Most people will buy both. Okay, but the second part of your sentence is incredibly important, Hoodrich. They're not competing. Most people will buy both, which is exactly why Nintendo and Sony would have a vested interest in not launching in the same quarter. You don't want to launch hardware in the same quarter as somebody else's hardware. It's just... It's just a good idea to not do that. You're stepping on each other's toes with respect to marketing. You're stepping on each other's toes with respect to consumer spend. It's just easier, I think, to not do that. I'm not saying they would be afraid of each other. I'm just saying strategically, you wouldn't want to do that. DK Bagger, ever faithful, ever true, gifts a member and bumps the member line to 4 out of 25. Thank you for taking care of Butters, DK Beggar. I know that Jedi Survival had a performance patch. I appreciate everybody telling me that this morning. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll be testing that tonight. CPU limitations are increasingly becoming an issue as well. In Starfield, you really need a latest gen CPU for a good experience at high and ultra. Are you sure CPU is the is increasingly becoming an issue? The last couple PC ports I looked at, they were throttled, they were hurting, they were, um, 
they were like th- overusing the GPU. Are you sure that's a growing trend? I mean, I know that's an issue with Starfield, but I thought for certain the last couple of PC games I've seen launch with problems, everyone's like, uh, the GPU is getting completely taken to taken to town. It's not a CPU issue in every game that I've seen, given bad reviews. Yeah, for Starfield, I don't think that's a, like a growing trend in gaming, though. I thought the growing trend in the last couple of PC ports was issues with GPU utilization, not CPU. GPU is becoming an issue. You want GPU to be at 100% usage. If GPU is at 90 or under 90, then the CPU isn't pushing out enough frames. Maybe I've misunderstood some of the problems that have that have happened uh, recently then. I don't follow it. I just saw PC guys complaining about GPUs. Maybe that's what they were complaining about. Maybe they were complaining about GPUs being underutilized. I'm not really sure. I don't follow it all. I just know that I was watching a couple of people talk about ports and they were they kept mentioning the GPU and maybe that's what they were getting at is GPUs are being underutilized and therefore now CPUs are getting hit too hard or something. I don't know. I don't know if YouTube is acting up, but let me refresh my chat. I think I I just had a weird chat freeze. Let me double check. Okay, that fixed it. Like chat just completely stopped. I wasn't seeing any any new messages. Now I'm seeing the new messages. Creating bottlenecks. Lightleaf says, I think that what most people don't realize was staying at 1080, they're probably bottlenecked by their CPU if they own 30 plus series cards and playing at 1080. You're good. The bounding is a confusing topic, even for hardware enthusiasts. If you can alleviate that bottleneck, it opens up your GPU to more use, which makes growth of the whole market better. GPU-bound ports are often a result of unoptimized shader conversions as a result of the original shader built for the console. Hello, it is I, chat. It's a big topic in the tech industry for a while. It's a large part of the reason why the techs have been getting, these techs have been getting developed. You don't want to always run your GPU running at 100%. I don't have a dog in that fight. I, yeah, I'm not even... I, I never I never thought that's what you were going for. Was I never thought you wanted max load on your GPU while playing. YouTube's creating bottlenecks. It is. It is. We were cruising there for a minute, and then I noticed. All of a sudden, I noticed. I was like, okay, 60 people left, right? Like, we had a pretty big drop. And then chat froze, and then I don't know what it is. I think lately around this time they're doing something, and it causes hiccups with chat. I th- I think they're still trying to do these UI updates. They've rolled them out once or twice, then rolled them back. I think they're trying to um, update the chat because the chat seems to be where all the problems center. Parasito with ten months in a VIP. He says hi, chat. Train with thirty months. Glad to be here supporting daily. Keep up the great content. Remember. We're here for you, not the topics. Thank you so much, Train. I appreciate that. If you guys want to get yourself a fancy badge like that, consider clicking the join button. You might have to do it yourself today. Gifteds have have not 
happen this morning so the easiest way to make sure you can get into the extra content we do a daily debrief at the end of the day every day and then we do a friday night stream you don't have to sit around and wait for gifteds you can click that join button and jump in on your own right that frees up room for the folks who can't afford a membership so don't don't sit on the sidelines get involved we got a members only discord as well that you get access to yes the jedi survivor update also hit pc that is correct yes it apparently uh, has added like DLSS support and really addressed some of the issues with performance as well. You said no, that's like madam level of mean. We're saving our gift money for the Switch 2 scalpers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the main reason I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to cover this was because I think that's been my main frustration with the Nintendo Switch. Like, I I really, really wanted to do a replay of Breath of the Wild before Tears of the Kingdom came out. I really wanted to go the distance with Tears of the Kingdom, and I just couldn't do it. I literally had to stop. I was fine for the first couple of play sessions, and then I helped my son with Kane and Bridge of Spirits, and then I helped my daughter with Stray and Hi-Fi Rush, and then I went back to, to Zelda, and I was like, ugh, the 30 just hurts. Alapark sets up a 20 bomb layup. He hits us to five out of the me- uh, whoops, there we go. Five members on the day. Thank you so much for gifting a member there. Alapark. It goes to Alan. Alapark gifts to Alan. Yes, Lono's prayers have been answered. For real. Alapark also renews his own membership. 13 months in the VIP. Let's go chat. Haven't missed the goal yet. Yeah, we haven't missed this goal since November of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear chat and not Lono, any rumors speak to the node or fab a Switch 2 would use? So Zubair wants to know if there's been any rumors about the node or the fab that the Switch 2 would use. It's probably pronounced fob. Isn't that how you guys, right? Now gift one to Steve. <laughs> That's right. Remember, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty also recommended a Ryzen 7000 series and an Intel 12 or 13 Gen and the requirements on their site for ray tracing at 1080. That's insane. Nintendo just announced its holiday bundle with Mario Kart. Well, I would imagine... I would imagine that... Oh, the Fabricator... I would imagine that Nintendo is going to push really hard this holiday season. They're not going to take their foot off the gas with the Nintendo Switch. Just because the Nintendo Switch 2 is... We know it's coming, right? Cat's out of the bag. They can try and keep it quiet all they want. We know this thing is coming. So, if if that's true, they're not going to take their foot off the gas with the Nintendo Switch. They have Mario Wonder coming. Super Mario Brothers Wonder is going to be a potential game of the year contender, right? They're they're going to want to have switches bundled with that, or at the very least, like out there in the market selling, right? A two dollar tip from Pierce Taylor, Alex said a vid on the GPU bottleneck in Starfield. Yeah, I watched it. I it was it was it was it, well, I don't I don't know half the crap he's talking about. You know, I was like, I just support his channel. I watch his videos in the morning and then usually hit like and then close it. And I watched it and I was like, I don't know what in the heck he's talking about. He's pointing to graphs and lines and stuff. And I was like, cool, man. They're happy to support. And then I swiped out of the video at the end. And I was like, I don't understand what in the world he's talking about. 
If the TSMC is going to make the new Switch chips, then supply will be constrained because TSMC can't keep up with demand. If it's on the latest node, it's going to be TSMC and C above. So you're worried about chip constraints? Uh, C above. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Not C above. You're just saying C above in the same comment. The Switch looks dumb, in my opinion. I could definitely... Listen, for a Nintendo Switch 2, I could definitely... I would definitely make a pretty strong case that they need to update the controllers. I do not... I do not like the controller... The joy, the Joy-Cons, I should say. I am not a fan of the Joy-Cons. The, the, the little teeny joysticks, they almost hurt your hands. They're like your thumbs. They're so little. I think they're like technologically impressive. I think the little Joy-Cons are like super impressive. But I also think they're really unpleasant to use. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're they're really unpleasant to use. It's like could you give me a little bit more space here? Like I don't know, a slightly larger joystick. I think that's always going to be the problem when you're setting up uh when you're setting up a device like that. You're talking about, you know, you're talking about a very, very limited amount of plastic in space. They're Lono sized. Listen, I don't even have very large hands and I can't stand using the Joy-Cons. My kids don't like using the Joy-Cons. Even my kids prefer the Pro Controller. It's just more comfortable. Like you just, I don't know, even for, even for their little hands, they prefer the larger controller. I think it'll probably be their ARM architecture process. They debuted about four years ago. There's probably a backlog of silicon, says Parasito. On the GPU versus CPU load balancing, Parasito says, look at it this way. If you want graphics, you want your graphics card to be handling them. If your GPU is a bucket, the CPU is the faucet. If you have room in the bucket and your faucet is 100% open, you need a bigger bucket. Oh, I'm sorry, you need a bigger faucet. Right. I think I under, I think I generally understand that. Jedi Survivor on PS5 feels amazing now. I'm going to reinstall it tonight and check it out. I'm glad to hear it. Their tweet their tweet seemed pretty ambitious. I was like, "Okay, you completely reworked performance mode and you're saying that it's a whatever verbiage they used, rock solid or stable 60 FPS." So, There was no excuse for that game to launch in the state that it did. There just wasn't. It was like, I know y'all are capable of way more than this, right? You know? Way, way more than this. Um, I actually was going to... Let's go see what they exactly said. EA Star Wars. They said... Um, yeah, performance mode on consoles has been completely reworked to provide a solid 60 FPS. Um, so glad to see this. So glad to finally see this. We'll test this later tonight on my PS5. Yeah, it was a pretty big tweet, right? Let's hope they're not stuffing, exactly. 
Think of it as like a kitchen. The CPU makes the burger and the GPU adds the toppings and the fries and pushes it out to the front. You can turn down topics to speed up GPU, but if the burgers are coming out slow, nothing the GPU can do but wait. Right. Right. Lono hand Joy-Con scale. <laughs> Parasito has a has a tracing of my hand that I sent with his coffee and he put the Joy-Con next to it. It, look at look at that! It even looks small in my hands. <laughs> I imagine Nintendo would want to market uh, to market heavy on PS5 Pro release and then release Switch Two many months later. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying, Russell. So they would market the Switch around the same time that the PS5 Pro hits, but then release it later. I'm willing to bet Jedi Survivor dropped ray tracing in PS5 performance mode to get the stable frame rate. They said they completely reworked it, so. <sighs> Kitchen, you can use the toppings, dude, to help the fryer. <laughs> the analogy, the analogy only goes so far, Eugene. It only goes so far. Imagine if Nintendo wanted the, mo- oh, I already read that. Uh, rather about horsepower relative to each ho- each other. Um, single best food analogy. Thanks for doing that since Lono has faulted us. I did not. I started talking about how cheese is the tensor cores in DLSS. Yeah, look at that. I just don't think that, I just don't think the Joy-Cons feel good to use. It looks, it even looks small in my hands. That's not what you want to hear. <laughs> Uh, they would market to minimize the hype of the PS5 release and release later to not have conflict on the shelf. See, I see it very differently, Russell. I see Nintendo wanting to market in a vacuum when no one else is talking. So if they're marketing their Nintendo Switch 2 in May... And they know late May, June is when you're going to start hearing about the PS5 Pro. They get out in front. They even drop theirs before, right? They started. They start talking in May and June, and then the Nintendo Switch 2 drops in July. And then PlayStation markets the PS5 Pro in June during Summer Game Fest and everything. And then they're able to say, hey, we're coming out fourth quarter this year. We're coming out holiday. The patch is brand new. Yes, the Survivor patch just dropped today. The info the info just dropped today. Yo, Charles Freeman Gifts 5, the gifted member train has, has, has gone to a very slow start, but there we go, about halfway to the goal of 25, a goal we have not missed since November of last year. We're on a very, very long streak. Any, every 25 members I give 5, we've had days with hundreds and hundreds of members. You guys have been absolutely crazy. Thank you, Charles Freeman, for bumping it a little bit more. What if you could jump up the pay uh, the joy pads to fit your hands? Imagine. You can say that, but giving the devs DLSS is like giving them a machine that lets you cook burgers without needing a grill. Let's just push this analogy even further. 
that's the entire point is that everything I read about DLSS is that they can take Charles Freeman setting this up for either a 10 bomb layup. He takes it to 15, either that, or he's going to slam this thing home all on his own. Thank you, Charles Freeman. It's a five gifted member train all by Charles Freeman himself. The man just bringing it. Lono's like the guy at the beginning of office space. Yes, I got the memo. When I was looking at the DLSS achievements with Death Stranding, again, I understand this could be game-specific and engine-specific. The point in the principle is DLSS squeezed a ton of performance out of a weaker three-year-old card. And I I just... You, you gotta consider that. Alley-oop. You guys really want me to change it to alley-oop? Charles Streaming with the alley-oop. GPUs are used... P Dubtown. I love seeing names that haven't done this sort of tag teaming in the past. He slams it home with a 10 bomb of 25 and Charles Freeman's on his heels and he's a little too slow and he bumps it to 35. You guys are on the dance floor and you're stepping on each other's toes. 35 out of 50 just like that. The generosity in this community is absolutely insane. Thank you so much to the both of you. I love seeing names that have traditionally not done the tag teams, not done the big bombs. Someone stole my thunder. Well, we're 15 away from 50 now, so there's there's always the next one. <laughs> All DLSS does is let the machine render the game at a lower res. It's giving you 4K output, but the machine is only rendering at 1080 or 1440. Kitchen's making sliders. The DLSS is stretching out the patties. There you go. We're taking this food analogy all the way, all the way to California. Charles Freeman with 23 months and a VIP stole my thunder. Well, you're almost to two years and a red badge. Thank you so much, Charles Freeman. It's a massacre out here. This really may be my greatest analogy ever. (laughs) It really might be. It really might be. Creature, I'm going to need the thumbnail uh, for members. That's the only thing I need right now. I've got the the Final Fantasy premiere uh, scheduled. When when I considered holding a Switch and playing Zelda at 1080-60 or docking it and maybe getting 1440-60, I got very excited. I wonder if it runs at a solid 60 now. Does it deserve a Game of the Year nomination now? All right. Let me tell you what's going to happen with Jedi Survivor. This is way off topic. I'm going to give you a 60 second. I'm going to give you a 60 second. The media gave that game a pass. It got amazing scores. So all that's going to happen now is when the media goes to weigh in on Game of the Year nominations and category nominations, Jedi Survivor will get some nominations because all they're going to remember is, oh, we gave it a nine. And they've done a bunch of great work since. I don't like that because it shouldn't have launched in the state that it launched. Yo, Zelda Heart with seven months says insert food analogy here. And Darth Biscuit sets up the 10 bomb alley oop. Alley oop. <laughs> He's on fire. Sets up the 10 bomb. It's an absolute dunker. Let's say that. The 10 bomb dunker. I like that. I got dunker from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Sets up the 10 bomb dunker. Who's going to slam it home to 50? That's pretty good. And the franchise itself 
is the console makers. Even if the managers are working their cooks poorly, that doesn't mean the franchise shouldn't buy the new DLSS secret sauce for their restaurants. Still hate weapon durability. I don't care about weapon durability. If you give me 60 FPS, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I told Creature last night on the phone. I said, if we get, if we get a Nintendo Switch that can run Zelda at 60, I would replay Breath of the Wild before Tears of the Kingdom. I would. Boom shakalaka. (laughs) My kids, instead of saying booyah, like booyah, they say boom-yah, and I love it. I've never corrected them. They're like, boom-yah! <laughs> boom-yah! I'm like, love it. Boom-yah. It's one of my favorite. They mess things up like that all the time, and I don't tell them. <laughs> I don't tell them, because I love it. Uh, like, Grumpy Gus. Grumpy Gus became Grumpy Guts. My son doesn't say gas mask. He says gag mask. I need a gag mask. Um, so gag mask, grumpy guts, boom ya. <laughs> are your kids even whiter than you are? <laughs> they are. Actually, my my son is. He's he's pretty fly, and he doesn't even know it yet. He's got like rhythm and like style, and is not. I mean, I have rhythm because I played drums for a long time, but yeah. He's 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 got he's got some swagger going on. <laughs> grumpy guts is used by me now too. I get grumpy guts. Yeah, I love grumpy guts. It's <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> don't be a grumpy gus. It got turned into don't have don't be grumpy guts. <laughs> Your kids will say it in front of someone and be embarrassed. I don't think anybody would ever correct them because, like, my kids are so confident and they're, like, such natural leaders. I think other people would just follow them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that was good. And they don't say, um... They don't say inappropriate. My son says unappropriate. He's taken unacceptable and inappropriate and just, and just melded them together. He's like, that is unappropriate. <laughs> and they don't say explosion. They say kinsplosion. They don't say instructions. They say constructions, which I think makes perfectly good sense. It's the instructions on how to construct the thing. They're constructions. I love that. I absolutely love that one. That's one of my favorites too. <laughs> Mm. the issue I have is that the console handhold hardware has to be a little ahead of the current tech to allow the fact that they fix the hardware is going to be uh, passed quickly and well I think that's one of the reasons DLSS is so encouraging to see Corey it means that they could get a ton a ton more mileage out of the device you know all they have to do is land in the hemisphere of min to medium spec PC and they're fine because then you have every reason to port your game over there. Do you see what I'm saying? Like if games are being ported to PC and they're landing in a min a min to medium spec range and the switch can hit that then the switch is fine. Cuz DLSS will likely get a little bit better and then squeeze a little bit more and 
you're good to go. Like, you're not going to suddenly feel like, oh man, the, the Nintendo Switch 2 came out in 2024 and three years later it's already incredibly outdated. It's like, well, no, we're still making games for that threshold of power on PC. According to the rumors and the leaks, the Nintendo Switch 2 is backwards compatible. Yes. A Nintendo traditional direct is rumored next week for the Tokyo Game Show. They're likely only going to focus on Super Mario Wonder. I don't think they're going to focus on this. I don't think you're going to see that at all. I don't imagine. Um, from where like from where I sit, I think they're primarily going to focus on. They're going to primarily focus on marketing the games that are coming out like right around the corner, which I know they already did a Super Mario Wonder Direct. I think they would still mention it again. That we might we might finally get a Mar- Super Mario RPG commercial with some gameplay, maybe a release date. Um, I just think it's too soon for them to say anything about the Switch too. It it wouldn't make any sense. They you absolutely right now you you do not want. Do not want to sidetrack that. The streamer called this was crap talking you, by the way. Thanks for the free advertisement. I'm not talking about that person. There's probably a reason for that. TGS is in two weeks. Yeah, Tokyo Game Show. Uh, well, this is saying next week. When's Tokyo Game Show uh, 2023? Okay. Where are the dates? September 21st to the 24th. That person's saying next week. Uh, that's not next week. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, I misread the tweet. A traditional direct is rumored next week before Tokyo Game Show. So next week would be landing a week before Tokyo Game Show. So that's why I, I, I misread the tweet. Sorry. <clears throat> that's my mistake. My chat's messed up on on uh, kick all of a sudden. Hang on a second. I don't pay attention to these boxes all that often, but my chat's all backlogged now. I'm not seeing recent messages. There we go. Now I can see. Uh. We expect DLSS to be the cure-all, but it's not for PC. I don't think anybody said cure-all. Nobody, nobody has said that. We have said that it would, it, would, it would allow you to leverage more power out of weaker hardware. That's all. Lazaro with 11 months. Hey, almost a year. Switch 2 looks promising if the rumors are true. Thank you so much, Lazaro, for jumping back in. Totally would cannibalize their sales, uh, and they want the Switch to be the best-selling console of all time. Right, you don't want to step on the toes of like, yeah, we got all these great games coming, and you're still selling Nintendo Switches, you're selling a Nintendo Switch, um, what is it, the the bundle with Mario Kart. You don't want to sidetrack from that, because people be like, well, I'll just wait for the Nintendo Switch 2. You want to still sell through your current hardware. 
it's the same reason you're not going to hear about the PS5 Pro until probably the middle of next year. They want to sell as many PS5s as possible. Once you start talking about a PS5 Pro, you got to set things up for a price drop on the standard PS5. I, I think that's one of the reasons they're trying to get the digital version out only that has the, you know, the attachable disk drive if you want it. It was made in relation to my previous comment. Um, Min spec is like Series S. It's maybe six months or less before we start asking how long did devs start to skip the Switch 2 because of hardware limits, even with DLSS. DLSS. I think the problem is that we expect it to be a cure-all. Yeah, but again, I don't think we're expecting it to be a cure-all. I think we're expecting it to keep min spec in the race a lot longer. It happens on PC, does it not? Right now, there are games that are going to come out that are that are able to work on more min-spec machines because of DLSS. In the absence of DLSS, Corey, track with me, if DLSS didn't exist, the min-spec floor would be rising a lot faster. Right? The issue with the, with the Series S is that it can't leverage DLSS. So FSR can only do so much. Doesn't seem as impressive as DLSS. So... That min spec issue is going to come into play probably faster than if you have something that can leverage DLSS. Let me say for the record that I avoid DLSS whenever possible. It has artifacting and it irritates me. It's not perfect, but I see its value. If I had a 3060, I would need it. Yeah, I think that's the issue is that. Yo, what's good, Sweatback? Morning, Lona. Hope you have a great stream, dude. Can't wait to hear your feelings on Starfield. Yeah, tomorrow will likely be a Starfield day. I'll probably talk Starfield in the morning and then play it again in the afternoon because it's the official launch date of the game. It'll be red hot tomorrow again. Production took a hit during lockdowns. They better be getting close to being out of stock. Oh, wait. I didn't schedule the, um, the member stream. Yellis is great for lower hardware. I mean, that's the whole point of these rumors is it's like, wait a minute, this thing can, this thing can run a, uh, you know, a, a Final Fantasy VII remake like a PS5 game. I mean, that's, that's impressive. Is it not? FF16 DLC. Debrief. Uh, I was playing last night, man. But I'm still disappointed. Especially now that Jedi Survivor's getting that getting that update. Might switch. Want to? Asmund said it was trash. Quinn said it was trash. Refunded after beating the main story. Yeah, it's not doing too well. Not doing too well. The general public's about to land on that game. And uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Going to be extremely interesting. I don't think it's going to fare as well as people are hoping. Pad of the numbers a teeny bit. Pad of the numbers a teeny bit. You know? And pick some outlets and... uh, And that's that that veneer is fading. Absolute nonsense. They aren't overcoming the thermal issues if it's in a package close to the same size. I I mean, you're 
you're more than welcome to like reject the 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 rumors but i i feel like a lot of the rumors around the a lot of rumors around the switch 2 they're very believable i don't it doesn't sound like it doesn't it literally does not sound like some crazy hyperbolic guy who's like clout chasing or trying to flex it literally read like a guy who has contacts at sega has contacts at square enix and he's like the switch 2 dev kits are in circulation apparently the final fantasy 7 remake has already been ported with very little time and it runs like a ps5 game like it does it just doesn't read like i've read a lot of leaks in my time and this just didn't read like the typical 4chan liar you know flexing leak it just didn't read like that don't know if you still check out his content, but uh, you, oh, Upper Echelon, did a review, surprisingly positive, Bethesda redeeming itself, basically. I released a, sh- uh, a short video this morning on Twitter, and I basically said that a common theme I'm noticing is the people that praise the game praise it against the backdrop of Bethesda. They don't praise it in comparison to other games in the market. As soon as you compare it to any other next-gen games in the market, I think it falls just... In incredibly I, I I don't want to get off on Starfield tangents right now but I just that short on Twitter says it all I just I, you can only you got to compare it to 8 year old Bethesda games to pay it high praise you can't pay it high praise if you compare it to other games in the market right now it just it lands so far below so far below I feel like I'm playing an old game like that's just ultimately what it comes down to you think Nintendo implements an achievement trophy system anytime soon? I don't know. They just don't seem to care. They don't seem to care at all about that stuff. I don't think they're ever going to really put a lot of effort into online play. Their online play always feels like an afterthought. Um, they don't seem to care about g- going away from friend codes, right? You can't just like simplify that. Uh, you know, party systems, talking to each other, achievements. I just, that just doesn't seem to be something that they value. And I don't think that that's a problem. I think you're getting into a very different environment. What are we considering DLSS capable hardware? The 2060 is the lowest possible card to support DLSS in the PC space, and it's not far off from the PS5. That's going to make a Switch too expensive. Maybe. Maybe they're going with an LCD screen. 350? I think they can keep it in the 350 price range. You know? If they go with something like that, I mean, uh, like, it's a three-year-old card. Value on stuff like that over time? I don't, I don't know. I'm not an expert on, like, what chips or what hardware they could be using, what the price point would land at, you know? But... If, if if what Miyako is saying, Miyako is saying 2060s are like 150 bucks. If you're able to get something in that price range, well, obviously in bulk, I think you could have this thing priced at 350. They're going LCD instead of OLED, as far as we know. Eugene says it's going to be a 3050, 3060 mobile chip. Yeah, isn't that what we currently know on the device? What we our current our current, you know, up to date knowledge leaked insider rumor knowledge is the thing. It's going to be a thirty fifty or a thirty sixty mobile chip is what is what we're going on, right? Which would be 
DLSS capable and be able to, again, if they're targeting 108060. By the way, you have to watch Tetris. I've actually heard it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stocks and APUs produced at scale are definitely more affordable, capable, and efficient, says Eugene. People put too much trust into leaks. I feel like this year, out of all years, leaks have been pretty remarkably accurate. (laughs) I feel like this has been the year of the insider. It really has. Every single time an insider or a leaker has said something, and we're all like, I don't know. Oh, they were right. <laughs> like, the batting average of insiders right now is, uh, it's pretty good. I mean, and we're not going to 4chan. We're going to people that just, uh, just genuinely seem to have contacts. And they're like, yeah. This is coming out. This this showcase happened. This thing's happening. Oh yeah, that's going on. Boom, 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 boom. It's like, oh wow, man, the batting average is getting pretty good. From reliable people, sure, mostly it's come from frauds. But again, we're not talking about most leaks, Trophy. Are you engaging with what I said and my show open, or are you just coming in and speaking platitudinously at the end of a stream to act as if you're going to dismiss the last two hours of conversation because I guess you're more enlightened than us? Are you are you entering the conversation, or are you just doing that drive-by, uninteresting platitude thing? Well, most leaks don't end up being true. Are you having a conversation with us or not? It doesn't sound like you're having a conversation with us. It sounds like you're doing a drive-by swipe. We've just spent two hours discussing the potential of what the Switch 2 could look like based on what seem like very credible rumors. And you want to come in and hand wave and dismiss all rumors and leaks. Well, they're mostly lies and not true. I've been doing this a very long time. I tend not to do shows based off of like some idiot that just says something on Twitter or 4chan. This seems genuinely corroborated and in line with what we've heard from other sources that also seem to be in the know. We literally saw a a Sharp presentation, the company Sharp, and they, they had to remove slides from the presentation because it essentially confirmed the Switch 2 and it confirmed the Switch 2 having an LCD screen and 7 OLED. Like, I walked through all of the things that led to this. I wasn't just like, yeah, one guy in one place said one thing. Let's talk for two hours about it. I'd almost rather have an LCD screen. Ever look at your phone with just a white screen? The burn-in's so bad. Eugene says, manufacturer prices are not retail prices. Yeah, I mean, you guys are talking about, let's like let's just say whatever chipset, whatever video card, whatever, whatever thing they want to put in the Nintendo Switch 2, they wouldn't be spending per unit what you would be spending per unit. When you promise 100 million chips, you're not paying what we pay. Right. Hey, we're going to need 100 million of those. Oh, well, uh, we I think we can arrange a discount. 
the consumers that have to buy this for 150 but you know you're committing to buy a meager 100 million i think we can work out a per unit discount don't you think oh you know you think we can do that i think we can do that ted well, well let's talk let's let's talk shop here <laughs> Leaks are what they are. They are early items info stories about something that has not yet been publicly stated. They're generally accurate for the product at the point in dev. Yeah, we're so close to the Nintendo Switch 2. Come on. Has the long-term life of OLEDs been tested? I actually don't know. I have to check on something. I'm not expecting OLED on the Switch 2. Neither am I. No. Sharp, the the company that makes LCD screens, they basically let it out of the bag that they're making LCDs for the next Switch. Like, they said they were making LCD screens for a new console. Well, there's only one new console that would use an LCD. It ain't PlayStation. (laughs) It's not a handheld device like a ROG Ally or something. If you're talking about a console, you're talking about the Nintendo Switch. They literally got rid of the slides after the fact because everybody pieced it together. They're clearly trying to cover up their mistake. Facts can be misleading, whereas rumors, true or false, are often revealing. (laughs) It's very philosophical. It's not a GPU. It's an APU sock, and they're always cheaper, says Eugene. The life of OLEDs is being tested... QD OLED seem to get burning faster. The LG's OLED tech, but the mitigation tech in these screens seems pretty good. But users have to be conscious of it. Sharp thought they were being really sly with a new console. Right, why wouldn't they just say a new device? <laughs> All they had... All they had to do was say new device and no one would have known. That could have been anything. It could have been an, a, a portable device like the ROG Ally. It, it, it could have been an iPad. It could have been a phone. You know? <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, we're making some LCDs for a brand new console. console. I mean, say device. Uh, device. Uh, sorry. I. Mm, mm. Can we delete that? <laughs> I should have said device. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo's gonna be really angry about that. <laughs> That's the last company I would want to make angry. <laughs> Nintendo, they're like, "What did you say? Why did you say that? <laughs> Why would you tell everybody that?" We'll delete the slide after the fact. You're just drawing more attention to it. <laughs> it doesn't help. It doesn't help. You're just drawing more attention to the fact that you said that. <laughs> console turns to colleagues and winks. Yeah, we're making uh, some LCD screens for a new console. Yeah, we're not going to tell you what, what console, though. It's a mystery. <laughs> You'll have to guess. <laughs> There's tons of consoles out there that use that use screens. <laughs> I my favorite my favorite is that they they deleted the slide in the presentation. 
I think that was my favorite turn of events. Like, that just makes it more obvious <laughs> that you shouldn't have said it. <laughs> if they just would have kind of like went on their merry way, we'd be like, yeah, well, you know, maybe, uh, maybe they misspoke. Maybe when they said cons, maybe they're referring to the PlayStation portal. You know, maybe the guy was confused. But then you delete it and it's like, <laughs> well, now we know what happened. <laughs> OLED's darker with better colors. Virtually no loss after 10,000 hours. VALED is comparable for color retention. The brightness varies slightly over time, but never really degrades. IPS LED drops off the face of the planet after 5,000 hours for color and for brightness. Listen, some poor guy in marketing was just trying to get his job done with the slides. (laughs) right (laughs) he's fired he's so fired like man (laughs) i didn't mean to (laughs) Uh, he's done you guys got four minutes you guys got four minutes if you want to push 10 more members to hit 50 you have four minutes to do so we've got a video there were some announcements about final fantasy um, I express my frustration with still no updates about performance. I am very excited to hear the updates uh, hitting Jedi Survivor. Like that's exciting, uh, but not excited about what we're seeing uh, with uh, with Final Fantasy. I'm getting further and further into the game, and I'm not going to be able to enjoy whenever they decide to finally fix performance mode. Uh, and I find that to be very disappointing. Hmm. I would probably have given the game a nine but I gets, it gets an 8 from me given how performance mode runs. I do. I take an entire point off for it. It's very, very jarring. Um, and so in three minutes, we're going to go watch this video. There were some updates from Yoshi P about what's coming, and there's even some hints from Yoshi P about what the DLC might entail. So Sharp obviously had Tom Holland make those slides. That's right. CPU is getting killed. It actually is making my machine sweat a little. It's not staying pegged at 120 like it normally does, dropping to the 80s and 90s, but it's so good. Hearing a crowd all talking over each other is super immersive, and I love it. What are you playing? Oh, Act 3. You're talking... Okay, you're playing Baldur's Gate. Hopefully it gets fixed. Hopefully. Yeah, I can change my outfit. I did that last night. I mean, I liked that change. I was definitely running around with a sword that I thought looked kind of goofy. It was like purple and jagged, and it looked it just looked out of place in every cutscene on Clive's shoulder. I was like, that sword looks freaking terrible. And so I was happy to change his outfit. I went to the burning outfit, and I've got like a sword to kind of match. I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty dope. But come on, man. Give me that FSR 2. Give me that dynamic resolution everywhere. Gee, frick. It looks so good in combat. You know? It looks so good in combat. And then you come out of combat and you're like, <laughs> Like, what is going on? Hmm. Let me get this tweet ready. We're going in one minute. You guys over on Kick, you're going to want to head over to YouTube. That's where we're headed. All right, see you there. Uh, let's see. 
Paul asked if I was going to play Baldur's Gate 3 tomorrow. No, I'll be playing Baldur's Gate 3 uh, Friday night with Madam. Friday night with Madam. All right, I'm going to give you guys a link to this video. I'm also going to redirect you to the video. So if redirect doesn't work, use the link in chat or it'll be the featured video. Come with us if you want to potentially get a gifted member. I owe you five. I'll give five when we get over there. If you guys want to push another 10 members while we're over there, that's great. Do me a favor. Smash like on this video before we leave. We only need 18 more likes for 400. I will see you guys over there in that premiere and then I'm going to hang out with members after the fact.